sport as we usually do between 3 and 6 p.m. I'm going to remind you that we are interactive, so please hit me up on the socials. On Twitter, we're at Radio2000ZA. Facebook page is Radio2000. And our voice note or WhatsApp number for your voice notes, it is off the hinges, guys. Thank you so much. 060-584-2250. It is, as I said, oh, other youngsters say it's lit because we are getting so many voice notes. And again, putting it out there with the stance that uh, many teams have taken, two in particular, Madagascar as well as Zambia, not playing friendlies in this international break based on the violence that has uh, happened in the country. So really looking forward to your your thoughts. You know, I really want to get into your hearts and your minds this afternoon as you reflect on your family and perhaps a day that you've had together and then think of those who have lost their lives in the last week. So 060584 is our WhatsApp number. We're in conversation and we continue our conversation now with Warren Brosnan, a former Springbok player. He was taking me back to 1997 when it was that he stood there with a lot of emotions. Uh, Warren, welcome back. Thank you, Rami. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no stress. Please take me through the emotions that you talk of when you stand there and the anthems are going and it seems like you're under the most immense pressure, but you're doing um, what you've always wanted to do and that's representing your country. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you wake up that morning. I mean, it's the whole, the whole, I think it's the whole process that you go through from, from the captains, from getting selected, captains practice, being awarded your Springbok jersey. Mm-hmm. The night before, I slept there. I put the Springbok jersey under my pillow. <laughs> uh, waking up in the morning, um, trying to treat it like just any other day, but it's not just any mm. other day. Mm. It's the day that you're playing for your country for the first time. And then the the bus trip through to the um, through to the stadium, the silence on that bus. Um, as you're travelling through, no one saying a word. You can. In those days, we had Walkmans. We didn't have. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have all, this, all these all these other headphones and stuff. So yeah. You could hear, say, like a guy like James Hall was sitting in front of me, could hear the music that he was playing, but that's all. And just uh, then getting to the game and, uh, you know, it just became, it just like all just flows. And then next thing you're standing on the field and, and of course, Kalele Africa is playing and you've got a tear running down your, down, down your cheek mm. and you're singing the anthem to the best of your ability. And, uh, and uh, it's just an amazing experience and it's worth all the sacrifice that you do do to get there. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the thing is to try to get there again and again as often as you, Goose, as often as you goose can. Goosebumpy moments, definitely. You talk about Walkmans, right? <laughs> Which probably yeah. don't exist. They're in a museum somewhere at the moment because yeah, technology yeah, yeah. really has uh, just moved with the times. What other advantages would you say the Springboks have today, uh, apart from the technology and listening to streaming any music or listening to it on their phones? No. How else? Well, well the game's changed dramatically. I think the, the book... For a start, the ball, the ball is in play so much more. Um, I know there's a lot of people that come out and they complain about the modern game, but you are seeing much more um, uh, ball time where the, the players are running with the ball. Um, they are physically far better athletes. I mean, we were at the best that we could be at that stage, mm. but these guys have taken it to another level because of the advances in nutrition, uh, training technology, um, how they're being trained, how they're being monitored. Um, in those days, we probably, to be honest with you, we probably often were overtrained. We weren't, uh, we weren't rested correctly. Mm. Um, it's all being scientifically worked out that they're eating the correct stuff. I mean, these guys are running onto the field and uh, they know how many kilometers they cover in a day. And I, I mean, not in a day, in a match. Mm. And I remember Ross Cronier for the for the Lions once saying, "Brazil, I'm averaging about seven to nine kilometers, nine kilometers or so, or maybe even more sometimes wow. in a game of rugby." You know where. 
And remember, a lot of that is at, 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 at stop starts. That's most of it. It's not at a jog pace. The mm, guys sprint, mm. stop, sprint, stop. Yes, yes. And they're covering that kind of kind of distance. So, you know, it's, it's just the, the technology's moved, and it's. I think the, the games in a better in a in a, in a better space. Um, I think it translates into the Rugby World Cup right now. We don't. We are going to have the most exciting Rugby World Cup that has ever happened. We've got a, a Rugby World Cup that's about to kick off in what's it, 12 days or so, yes. where anyone can win it. I know you've got your rankings, one, two, whatever you want, but I mean, that ranking means nothing. Mm. There's a side in eighth position, Argentina, that could probably go and beat a lot of the teams like England that they're going to come up against. Um, and I think it's going to make, from a spectator point of view, it's going to make it exceptionally exciting because, mm. you know, there's, there's England, there's Ireland, there's New Zealand, there's South Africa, there's France, there's Australia, there's there's so many, and I've missed, missed a couple that could could go and win this World Cup. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. What happens now? So you watch that uh, f- from an analyst perspective, commentator perspective, and that is how you are now in rugby. But then you also coach and play for the uh, the twenty tens. <laughs> yeah, that's just a that's just a bit of fun that we're having <laughs> with the twenty tens, and I mean it's a it's a great tournament that they they go, they're having. They've always had it in Harlequin. In Pretoria, they're moving it now to Loftus first felt, mm-hmm. and the Shawnee Tens is going to take place there. The coach of the team, the main coach of the team I'm involved with, is Bucky's Boita. Um So I think his, his name says enough. Uh, yes, he'll be yes. coaching the Oakland VIP Invitational team, and we've got a couple of really good players playing: Jonathan McQuena, Mac Messina, Joe Peterson, who played for the Sharks, <laughs> and the Stormers, Nico Luce. Um, even a, a what's it, a MMA fighter, old soldier boy, is going to be playing. Um, Gary Boyd is going to be down there. It's, it's going to, it's great fun, and it's, it takes place over the weekend of the 27th mm-hmm. and the 28th. And if uh, if any of the listeners are out there, come down and come and come and give it a bit of a watch. Uh, it, it's played in great spirits. Um, the guys have fun, and it's time to to unwind. There's lots of entertainment. Um, I know that honor your Don, the singer. Is even going to try and, uh, and put the boots and on and run around. Wow, wow! So, I, I'm no. giggling. I'm giggling here because our very own Mac Messina is going to be there. So I am going to, you know, just poke some fun and give him a call just to tease him a little, a little no, bit. Mac, yeah, Mac is still in good condition. I mean, he's kept himself in shape, and uh, him and Jonathan McQueen are probably two of the boys that are in the best shape. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they will. They, 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 they are really, really have looked after themselves and. Uh, they're, they're a fine example, you know, of what you can do post-rugby. Mm-hmm. It's nice. You're mentioning these big names, and it's all good to come together and have the fun and the camaraderie and involve families. But you mentioned James Small, and then also last week, the breaking news of Chester Williams, who passes away at the age of 49. When you look and think of these great names, what immediately comes to mind in terms of contribution to rugby in South Africa? Uh, it's... Um I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's absolutely devastating news, uh, especially after the week we've had in South Africa. Mm. I know some of the stuff you're talking about in your program and then for it to be capped off and finished off with Chester passing on Friday. I mean, he's an absolute icon. Uh, um, I looked up to him. I respected him immensely. And uh, I was lucky enough to get to play in the same team as him at, at a stage at the very end of his career. He was a humble man. He was a family man. And he was a great South African, and uh, he's going to be remembered for his legacy and the impact he had um, on, on, on not just rugby, I think on sport in general. Mm. And when you see the response on social media from people all around the world, not yeah. just South Africans, 
it just shows you the, the impact that Chester has had. And it's just so sad. Uh, I think it was a heart attack that he had on, on, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, he's passed in this way. And I was speaking to a couple of guys who've been in contact with him the last couple of weeks. And they just said he was so excited about some of the developments and some of the stuff that he was, some of the projects he was getting involved in. Uh, it's, it's a very sad loss. Sad loss indeed, Warren. And we'll leave it on that sad note. Uh, but have all the fun on the 27th and the 28th. I'm sure we'll be touching base with you guys on that day, especially with Mac, just to hear how it, it's all going. But thank you for, for, for making time and chatting rugby with us here on the touchline. Now, Rami, it's an absolute pleasure and thank you. You're more than welcome. Warren Brosnian there, former Springbok player, chatting rugby. 2010s is coming. It's around the corner, 27th and the 28th out in Pretoria. So you can go ahead, Google the information. Go ahead, you rugby-loving fans. Mac Messina is going to be there as well, representing, well, I guess he's a legend in his own right. But this time, I hope he will be representing a Radio 2000. And we'll try and get a hold of him as well, just to hear from him. Is there any special training that he's doing? But according to Warren, he's in the best shape ever.